File transfer complete. This is the Arizona Podcast. Stories about the people, places, and events found along the highways and back roads of the Grand Canyon State. And welcome to another edition of Arizona Podcast. Today, we spotlight the city of Kingman, Arizona. I'll be speaking with Josh Noble. He's the Tourism Services Manager for the city of Kingman. We'll spotlight the adventures that await visitors to this great city, and of course, their preparations for the Route 66 Centennial coming up in 2026. This edition of the Arizona Podcast being brought to you in part by ESET, the best in award-winning comprehensive multi-platform security for all aspects of your digital life. Whatever you do online, stay protected with ESET Internet Security. And by the Marriott Bonvoy Card by Chase, where you earn points and Elite Night credits, and if you join the Marriott Bonvoy Boundless Card, you get a free night stay every anniversary. And by Passport America, the original and world's largest 50% discount camping club, where you can save at over 1,200 quality campgrounds across America, including almost 100 right here in the state of Arizona. To learn more and to receive some specials, visit ArizonaPodcast.com and follow the links to start saving today. That's ArizonaPodcast.com. We're talking about the city of Kingman, and we'll do it with Josh Noble next, right here on this edition of the Arizona Podcast. Every year, hundreds of public safety officers and roadside workers are injured or killed while helping stranded motorists. Arizona's move-over law requires all drivers to move over a lane of traffic for any stationary vehicle with flashing lights. If unsafe to change lanes, slow down. This includes first responders, tow trucks, and stranded motorists. Give public safety officers and roadside workers the space they need to do their jobs. Move over every vehicle, every time. And you're listening to the Arizona Podcast. And today, we're talking about the city of Kingman. Now, you'll find this beautiful city alongside Route 66 in northwestern Arizona, sits at about 3,300 feet in elevation, and has a population of just over 30,000. Now, the historic mother road of Route 66 and the role of Kingman most certainly play a big part in American history, and you'll see it celebrated at the Route 66 Museum, which is inside the Powerhouse Visitor Center. Murals, dioramas, and the library at the Mojave Museum of History and Art, well, they trace all of the local history. There is a locomotive park featuring old locomotive 3759, a restored 1928 steam engine, and at the Kingman Railroad Museum, you'll find documents where it shows everything of the city's past as a 20th century railway hub. I do have to give a disclaimer. I was originally going to have a moment with the mayor, Jen Miles. She recently resigned from the city of Kingman due to personal health reasons. Mary and I do want to extend our prayers and support for her recovery. So, I had to change things up. I have an awesome discussion with Josh Noble. He's the Tourism Services Manager for the City of Kingman. He is actually a walking and talking knowledge base of the City of Kingman. Now, normally, I would give a whole lot of input of the places to go and see in the city. Well, on this show, a little different. I actually let Josh run loose as he's actually more knowledgeable about the entire area than I will ever be. As a matter of fact, 
Everything we talk about in this show, you will find on the Kingman, Arizona podcast page at ArizonaPodcast.com. So come by our website, click on Kingman, Arizona, and we have links to everything we talk about. It's a great show, and it's coming up next. We talk Kingman with Josh Noble on the Arizona Podcast. Did you know that if you shift your spending to an Arizona business, you're also helping your local economy? Whether you're shopping for food, grabbing a quick item from a store, or searching for a local service provider, a simple shift on your part can help support and improve the quality of life for everyone. In baseball terms, when you support the hometown team, you're supporting your hometown family. Go to ShiftArizona.com. This message is brought to you by Bedmart, an Arizona business proudly supporting Local First Arizona. And today I'm going to be talking about the city of Kingman. And you know those stories where you hear who's an expert in their field? Well, I'm happy to inform you that this gentleman I'm going to consider an expert. He is currently City of Kingman Tourism Services Manager after holding the position of Tourism Director, former President and CEO of the Kingman Visitors Center, and was part of the Kingman Area Chamber of Commerce. I'm going to say you're an expert. Josh Noble, welcome to Arizona Podcast. Thank you, Chris. That was a mouthful. (laughs) You've been a very busy man. Uh, Mary and I love the city of Kingman. We're just on the other side of the Black Mountains. We're over in Fort Mojave. So so one of the things we like to do, uh, believe it or not, I don't know, a, a lot of people would rather go see a show or maybe run over to Vegas. But Mary and I have no problem jumping over onto Oatman Road, go up into Oatman, and then take Sidewinder down and make our way through uh, the highway. Uh, Of course, we're speaking Route 66. Uh, We consider Kingman two parts. We call Old Kingman and New Kingman. And we're a huge fan of Old Kingman and Route 66. So it's a pleasure to have you on. I just gave you a whole bunch of titles, but you also serve with the museum as well, correct? Um, so, so I have been on the past a board member with the Mojave uh, Historical Society, um, and right now I am also on the board of the Historic Route 66 Association of Arizona. Oh, well, you're, you are now just being held in even higher stead. If you haven't listened <laughs> to the show before, I'm a big Route 66 fan, and I, I don't know your age, Josh, but I actually got to travel Route 66 all the way. Uh, from Ohio when we joined just in uh, the base of Illinois, made our way across. It took us nine or 11 days to make our way into Los Angeles on Old Road 66. So all the cities I was familiar with as a young man, and now um, my wife and I are traveling eastbound. So we've made it as far as Winslow, and then we'll pick up there and make our way into Tucumcari and just continue on. But we want to make the trek before the big centennial of 2026 when I guess they're expecting millions to travel Route 66. Are you guys preparing for that as well? Oh, there's a lot of excitement about uh, the centennial. So we've been working on several different projects to make Kingman that um, that big Route 66 attraction as we head into the, the centennial mark. A really awesome museum people need to visit, whether they do it during the centennial now or next week, is the Route 66 Museum right there in Kingman? It is. So the Roots, Arizona Route 66 Museum, it's one of, I believe, 15 museums that are themed around Route 66 across the country. 
Our museum is specific to the chronological history of Route 66. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that Route 66 goes much further back than when it was formed in the 20s. Uh, it's really a path that people have used to cross the continent for centuries, um, used as a migration and trade route among the uh, native peoples here in America. And then, of course, when you know the country expanded out west, that same path was found for a wagon path and then for the railroad and then eventually for the automobile. It's amazing to, to see and to actually experience everything you just spoke about because along Route 66, you can see those things, the Indian trading companies, the, the railway. You have, you have a locomotive park and the Kingman Railroad Museum, so you pay homage to the railroad as well. We do. So there is a, uh, in our historic railroad depot, I think this is the third one, uh, this one was built in 1908. There is the Kingman Railroad Museum, which has uh, displays of some of the artifacts from former railroaders. A lot of the people in the club uh, were formerly railroad workers. Um, and then they also have, I think, three uh, displays of model trains that go around in the, the display. One of them kind of showcases downtown Kingman, and some other ones are just some fun, fun layouts that uh, people can come and enjoy and watch the trains go through. So have you seen a giant influx in in downtown Kingman in regards to Route 66? Are, are you seeing the any kind of resurgence happening? Are there, are, how many people a year could you probably estimate uh, travel through the city of Kingman? Oh my goodness, Chris. Yeah, so that that's a hard guess. Um, it's probably somewhere or, or in the past. So th- this is you know, recently we had such a, a change in the demographic. Um, I think before the whole pandemic had set in, you could guess somewhere around a million and a half to two million between both overnight and day trip um, people that were coming through Kingman every day or every every year. Um, now it's, it's really difficult to say because we've had such a change in who is coming from where they're coming about march we started to really see the international travelers coming back through right. our domestic travelers were kind of filling in the gaps where our uh, international travelers couldn't come in the last couple months it has just been crazy how many people we're seeing from all over the world i think i was looking at our our uh, calendar down below where we kind of notate each day how many people were coming through and we're having 600 plus coming into the visitor center on a daily basis and we're open seven so it's been really really good to see that resurgence come back in i've been looking at our hotel numbers they're pretty healthy um and you know it the one thing chris is we've been doing things a little bit differently so you can't exactly point apples to apples you know from the past we put in our route 66 drive-through shield um, and we have uh, one of the largest Tesla supercharger sites now at our visitor center. And so those have both brought in an enormous amount of people coming to get their picture under the drive through shield and coming and charging their Teslas and so many more um, EV drivers on the road. We've got another electric vehicle charger that is uh, available for any electric vehicle on the uh, side of the building. So we're seeing EV drivers from... Um, all with all makes and models of cars. There is so much more to Kingman than just 
Route 66, but I have experienced the same thing. We're very social media active. Instagram is probably our, our home base, that and Facebook. But Instagram is amazing. You had mentioned it, the international community. I can't tell you how many people are joining uh, Arizona Podcasts or following Arizona Podcasts. On an international level, they are so active into what Route 66 is there, it makes it very exciting what is going to happen. I used to tell people, you know, they use the term loosely, millions of people that will travel Route 66 in, it, during the centennial. I believe that. It is going to be in the millions. And, and one of the hard things I've noticed is some of the roads are very dilapidated and the it used to be a federal thing, then it was a state yeah. thing, and then it was a county thing, and then the cities are trying to get into it. Kingman is is pretty secure. I think I've traveled most of uh, Route 66. You guys are doing fine. You have a, a beautiful road. You've taken great care of it, and you've opened up that downtown area with Route 66 with the restaurants and the museums and everything that you're doing. I see you as a giant visitor center for those um, either the night before crossing into California or vice versa, those coming in from California. Needles, they're trying their best with what they have in Route 66. Oatman can't get any bigger, so you would be the next hub. And you guys are doing a great job, and I can't wait to see what you continue to do as we make our way into the centennial. I did have an opportunity to speak with Jen Miles, the mayor of Kingman, um, before she resigned, mm -hmm. and her excitement about what was going to happen downtown uh, was beyond belief. I couldn't believe what you guys have in store for visitors coming. I hope it all comes together in time because I'll be out. Let's talk about the other things. Can we, Josh? I mean, you are like the king of tourism now. And not only do you have the, the Museum of History and Arts, you have, uh, we talked about it, the Route 66 Museum, the two locomotive museums. There's some really good tourism things. I have to tell you, I'm a big fan of Cool Spring Station just because it, it lends to that original 1940s, 50s, 60s, where you would go go in and buy a trinket from the city that you visited, the, the Hackberry General Store. Um, oh, Hackberry General Store. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's just so much to see downtown. But let's admit, things have, times have changed. The amounts of wineries and breweries that have opened uh, in, in all these Route 66 cities. Right, yeah. In, in Kingman, we have three right now, um, and they're located about oh, seven miles off of Route 66. Mm -hmm. They're right at the edge of the desert, so they're a fantastic place to go and uh, get a wine um, and sit out and watch the sunset. Uh, sometimes they have uh, great stomps or live music, and so it is it is a pretty cool experience to be able to go and do that in Arizona, Chris, of all places. I know. Well, you know, the when they were setting up and, and trying to figure out if they could have the winery, they had uh, someone come in and do a soil test to figure out if this would be a good climate, and it just happened to have the exact you know ph levels the right nutrients and we'd get just that frost in the winter that you need for right. for wine on um, grapes to grow so it actually turned out to be a really good spot for it and the way they grow the vines they have a, a drip system so it's very water conscious um, it doesn't use a whole lot of water to uh, maintain the the vineyards um, so it, it is a really actually a really well fitted location to have uh, a winery. Well, there is so much to see and do in Kingman, and to be along Route 66, you're no longer just a, 
a Route 66 town. Jen had mentioned the airport, um, the uh, transportation hub that's taking place between the railway and truck drivers, and and everything seems to be there. Your your medical industry has boomed. Everything about the city of Kingman is almost big city living in a small town, yet there's still old hometown, which is what I think uh, Mary and I love most about it. If you were to, I, I don't want you to pick the top five and, and put them in any kind of order, but if a, a new person to traveling Route 66 uh, were to come to Kingman, what would you say the top five must-sees? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Downtown. Downtown is on Beale Street. You've got the, the breweries and the restaurants, all the different little shops. And it's, you know, Kingman grew over several different periods over the years. So when you when you experience what we have downtown, you're going to go from the early, um, you know, settlement period, like the Benelli House and those buildings that were built right around the turn of the last century. Um, and then it grew a lot in the 20s and 30s. And so you have this art deco architecture. And then again, in the 50s after World War II, which has this mid-century modern. So there's this real eclectic mix of architecture that you can experience in the downtown area. And now they're all full of shops and you know restaurants and breweries and things. So that the downtown is definitely one. Um, Oatman Highway that you had mentioned is just a gorgeous drive. And, you know, it's funny because where Cool Springs is, um, that that used to be kind of where people could hire someone to drive their vehicle for them <laughs> okay. through that, that Oatman Pass. So it was more than just a trinket stop back in, in the day. It was um, it was really it was really where people would hire in to, to help them get through uh, through Arizona and into California. Um, top five, the wineries is a good one. Uh, you know, one of the things Kingman has been working on also is we have the world's only electric vehicle museum. It has over a hundred cars in the collection, but there's only about 30 on display. That's also located at the powerhouse where the Arizona route 66 museum is, but we are working on a new home for that experience for the electric vehicle experience on the other end of downtown so that's something to look forward to in the future but it's certainly a, a don't miss right now as well if you didn't know you could find me on instagram under the uh, at symbol of cowboy lost in az i'm still an old cowboy and one of the things that makes kingman famous for me is pbr bull rider cody custer is from kingman of course, um, Cody brought into the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame back in 2017. That leads me to what other claims of fame, right off the top of your head, does Kingman possess that people should know about? Um, we had the first commercial airport in the state of Arizona that was founded by Charles Lindbergh. Um, him and I believe Amelia Earhart were both at that groundbreaking. That was back in 1929. Wow. There is a, a new... Uh, virtual tour that people can experience in our downtown area. It has uh, audio narrations by uh, local historian and Route 66 author Jim Hinckley. As you go to the different locations, they have plaques and there's QR codes that you can pull up to listen to the unique little um, things that each each site has some of the history. And so some of those would be uh, the Hotel Beale, that's where Charles Lindbergh stayed when he had the uh, the groundbreaking of our airport in 1929. Yeah, so there's the Methodist Church where Clark Gable and Carol Lombard were married in 1939. So there, there's some kind of cool little history things that you can experience in the downtown area by going on that tour. Of course, we have Arizona's oldest 
craft distillery where you can do tours out at the uh, Kingman Airport. Um, I think they open up in 2010. So wow. they've had quite a quite a history of developing uh, craft rums. They have um, a lot of uh, specialty rums that you can buy, agave rums and aged rums. Mm. Um, and uh, it, they've had several different awards from different competitions that they've participated in, both international and domestic. You had mentioned the airport, and a lot of people may not know that this is a place we would send our, our gunners to learn uh, their their craft and in support of the war effort was all done there in Kingman. Right. So they had the Kingman Army Airfield. They trained 36,000 soldiers there for anti-aircraft uh, gunnery school. Um, unfortunately, the, uh, the museum closed down a few years ago. The gentleman that was running it had some health issues. Oh. Um, but there's still the collections, so... Uh, we have a group that would like to open that museum back up one day. One thing that people can do is they can see one of the original watchtowers from World War II. I think there's only three left in the country, one in Yucca, one in Kingman. And I think there's one still in Florida somewhere. Um, so that's a real unique piece of World War II history that you can see at the airport. Kingman is so inviting, uh, as well as the other cities are. But you need to spend a couple of days. We've been back two or three times in, you know, in, in a select area of time. We know there's still much more to see. We've done the top five. I'm going to still, this is my kind of order, and you can correct me if you think I'm missing something here. Okay, go for it. <laughs> but I would tell people if they've never been to Kingman before, and again, no specific order, but making sure that they tackle some of the fun stuff. And keep in mind, there is so much to see. But not only will you see the Museum of History, not only the six, Route 66 Museum, but what I really think people need to see, besides the, the gift stores, I mean, that's part of the magic. I, yeah. But it, it's you need to see Route 66. And if you're going to do so, keep in mind, have a lot of patience. you got to pack that in a bag or in a piece of luggage. Weekends can be a little crazy when you go down. Go see it. Go see the general store. Go see, uh, th like you said, the restaurants and the wineries and the breweries. Um, the Kingman Visitor Center, a lot of people don't go to visitor centers, and they should. Highlight, if you will, what they would experience coming to the Kingman Visitor Center. Right. So the Visitor Center is more than just a visitor center. It is the home of the Arizona Route 66 Museum, the current home of the Electric Vehicle Museum. Um, it's also home to the Arizona Route 66 Association. They have a really great gift shop with all kinds of Route 66 merchandise for anyone that's, uh, you know, the real aficionado of, of Route 66 merchandise. The gift shop at our visitor center is really highlights uh, American-made products, a lot of Arizona products, a lot of things from local craftsmen, which is um, a really great opportunity. A lot of our international travelers really like to buy something that's from, you know, where they visited. Um, it's also home to the Route 66 drive-through shield, so it's a great photo op out there. Get your picture under the drive-through shield. You're just framed in with Route 66 in the background behind you. Um, it it really is a, a pretty fun stop to come into our visitor center and, and walk around. We'll have motor coaches come in with tour groups, and they'll stop and they'll spend 40 minutes just letting their their um, their tour participants walk around the visitor center and get pictures and look at the different displays. So now that we've seen most of the big tourism attractions in the city of Kingman, uh, now we're going to talk to people like us. 
and that is that Mary and I love to hike. Now, we're not like big rock climber hikers. We're talking about throw on a day pack, make sure we have plenty of water and all the... Where would you recommend those that want to take part in that part of history? What is it about Kingman or where is it near Kingman that you would suggest people like us to go to? Where would be a good day hike for us? Oh my goodness, Chris, this is so hard. There are so many. Let me let me start with one that I think a lot of people do not know about. And we just we just did an expansion of the trails in this area and we have a phase two that's going to be starting up, um, I believe, later this year. But that's Whitecliffs Wagon Wheel Road. It is about a mile from the visitor center. So it's just just right off from the downtown. And you can see wagon ruts um, etched in the ground from the 1800s. So it's an absolutely fabulous place to get um, you know, kind of touch in touch with the history of Kingman, the cowboys and the miners. And it, it's just right out of the downtown area. And it's really scenic mountains that those trails go up through with uh, some great uh, uh, representation, the vegetation from our desert area. So it, that's definitely a do not miss. Second one would be in the Surbat Foothills recreation area. We have a trail called Monolith Gardens. It goes through almost a mini monument valley. You'll go through all these buttes, uh, small mountains, um, monoliths. It's just a, a really great place, especially in the spring or even now after we've had all these rains uh, in, in this summer. It's a great place to go and check out all of the different plant life, see the flowers that are in bloom. Um, and it's just a, a great trail where you can have a lot of different, you, oh, there's so many paths you, you can hike that trail six different times and take a different path and still see something different. So it's definitely one not to miss. There are several hiking trails up in the Wallapai Mountains. You can get to uh, some from some trailheads at the uh, at the um, Wall Wallapai Mountain Park. But I'll tell you what, Chris, if you really wanted to see something special and unique, you'd actually take 93 going down towards Phoenix and then you pull off onto Blake Ranch Road and you'd have to do a little bit of Googling to get the, the exact uh, uh, directions, but you take about nine miles down this ranch road and then you can park and it's about a mile and a half hike to this, what they call the Wallapai Mansion. It was a, uh, a building that was built by these prospectors that were trying to um, lure investors into a mining operation in the 1920s and the whole thing went bust when we had the Great Depression, um, but you can still see this this mansion that's uh, poured concrete structure in the backside of the Wallapais. That's a great place to go four-wheeling, great place for people to go and hike and check out unique piece of history from the, the old mining prospecting days of Arizona and, um, and you know, get up into the pines a little bit. Now on a difficulty level for the, the hiking community, these are easy day trips or is there on a scale of one to 10, where would you put these? Oh, okay. So um, the... Wycliffe's Wagon Trail, very easy, very easy to get to. Um, they have a couple different uh, areas where you can, um, you know, bike up or you can walk up. Um, so I'd, I'd give it a level two. You know, it's not quite wheelchair stroller ready, but it's not far off from that. Uh, the Monolith Gardens Trail is just your regular, um, you know, trail to hike up into the mountains. So it's going to be a level four or five. Um, and then uh, the Wallapai Mountain um, Wallapai Lodge is going to be a little bit harder. If you have a four-wheel drive, you can you can make it driving up there, but it will be a, a mile and a half hike, and there's 
some rocks and, you know, different terrain to go over, but nothing is scaling mountains. So you're not, nothing is going to get, you know, really difficult. Uh, but you definitely, like you said, you want to pack your water, have a hat, um, you know, plan, let people know where you're going. So if anything happens and, and you're not heard from, they know where to go looking for you. That's all part of being safe when hiking out in the, in the Arizona desert. Absolutely. We have that on our, on our website, letting you know when you're going to travel in the state of Arizona, whether you're on back roads or whether you're on the highways, you got to have that checklist. Things change uh, weather-wise in the state of Arizona. One minute, the sun's out. Everybody's happy. You turn, <laughs> Don't turn your back to the ocean. My goodness, always be prepared in the state of Arizona. Uh, monsoon season, especially. Right. Uh, you got to yes. look out for washes. You have to, I mean, flash flooding here is not a joke. Mary and I were taking a, we took a south trip, so we came to Arizona via Interstate 8, went to Yuma, and then drove 95 north. Interesting, I've never been in a haboob, uh, but we caught the tail end of one, and it's dramatic, and it, it is within seconds while you're driving. You're, everything's fine, and then it ain't fine no more. So you bringing that up is really, really important, especially if you're going to do hiking. Right, a haboob, it's just this wall of dust, and then you're in it, and it, it, it's otherworldly. So it's certainly something you get haboob. And if you're driving, you know, pull off side, turn off those lights because otherwise other drivers are going to think that you're on the road and they're going to run right into you. Yeah. And then the weird thing is coming out of a haboob. I mean, it's just, you go from uh, cloud cover to crystal clear. It's, it's amazing what can change here (laughs) in Arizona. Let's make sure we have a couple of gallons of water in the car. Even if we're going to just take a day trip to Kingman, just be prepared. I mean, what's the point of, yeah, I mean, how tough is it to grab a couple of gallons of water and put it in your car before you head out on the road? The pass that you spoke of from Oatman to Kingman on Route 66, I I believe that's called the Sidewinder Pass. And I tell everyone it is an e-ticket, but it is the best e-ticket ride or drive in this case that you can make as your first experience coming into Arizona. Just drive slowly, be safe, watch out for other drivers. But it's, to me, is it's still natural. The the buildings that are dilapidated and no longer are not fenced off with chain link fences. Uh, people haven't come in to do a lot of damage with spray painting and graffiti. But it's still seeing the old Route 66. People used to hire people to drive them. Yes. Fun time. Yeah, that- <laughs> I think, it, you know, the reason that was dedicated as Route 66 is there was still a gold rush going on in 26 when um, the Route 66 uh, highway was announced and, you know, they they'd laid out the layout. But by 52, um, all of that had kind of died out and they'd rerouted it to basically where I-40 goes down through Yucca now. So right. it, um, because of that, because it was realigned, it it is still very much the original old road that you would have driven in the 30s and 40s. Part of my problem with the state of California, and I I have no problem with hashtagging California epic fail with Route 66, is there is a whole lot of the mother road that has not been maintained and certainly have not been repaired from the, the floods that took place 12, 13 years ago. So most of Route 66 in the desert region, if you're trying to go from Needles to say um, Barstow. Well, yeah, I, I say Barstow simply because most of it's closed down by Kel Baker. You can get into Amboy to see, you know, the hotel sign. You mm-hmm. can pass the volcano, but then you have to get back on 40 
because they still haven't fixed the bridge, which is just, you know, 50 yards east of Ludlow. So that bridge is out. And then you get into Daggett and the rest of them. I'm really hoping California steps up to the plate. There's a lot of little towns that deserve the same recognition the towns in Arizona do. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? I mean, it's just yeah. Amboy. Absolutely. There's nothing to Amboy. It's got a, a restroom, a hotel, and a cafe, and a gas station. But it is just quintessential Route 66. you got to see it. But if you can't get to it, it, it's a shame. So I'm really hoping California steps up. And I'm very proud of the state of Arizona uh, that there are very few uh, parts of Route 66 that are unavailable. And we still hold a record here in Arizona. We have the longest stretch that you can drive in all of Route 66 right here. So that makes it a, a, a kind of a, a great way to give homage to the Mother Road. Now, Josh, I know you're a busy guy. I can't thank you enough for joining us today on the Arizona podcast uh, to discuss all these little things that are going on. I hope to shake hands with you at one time or another. The plans are, um, if we can make it happen, is to do live shows during the centennial year along Route 66, and, and we hope that we can come hang out with you. Oh, um, absolutely. We would, would love to host you here. Yeah, we would love to come out to your office and hang out, do a live show, and talk to everybody. I'm hoping it'll be the biggest thing Route 66 has seen since it got dedicated as a highway. To have millions of people coming through the state of Arizona, if we could do anything, it's to welcome them with open arms and to share with them, just don't drive Route 66 and get out. Get out of your car and visit the cities that are along Route 66, such as Kingman, um, all of them. I mean, we have the Meteor Crater. We have, we have the Painted Desert. We have the Petrified Forest. We have Kingman. I mean, we have so much to see. Stop. Oh, so many of the Route 66 icons are definitely in Arizona. And, you know, when, whenever you and Mary come up and uh, have that in-person uh, podcast interview during the centennial year. I'd love to have you here when we have our Kingman Route 66 Fest. This is something that we've been planning to make bigger every year leading up to the centennial. We had our first one last year. We've got, um, and it's it's something that we're planning to make bigger every year. You know, last year we had a motorcycle show, a car show, live music, uh, craft beers from along Route 66. Um, this year, we're adding in a tow and show uh, vintage trailer uh, show. We're adding a pinup contest, and we're really amping up the quality of our bands. It's going to be a, a really fun event, and we're really looking forward to that being one of the big major centennial celebrations. Another thing, Chris, if, if I might uh, be able to, I'd, I'd like to uh, talk about another project that sure. we are working on. We're working with Arizona Route 66 Association to host a story file of Angel Delgadillo at our um, oh, Arizona. Oh, wonderful. Uh, story file. They were featured on 60 Minutes in January of 2021, um, where they had uh, recorded um, answers from Holocaust survivors. And they used this virtual, uh, this AI technology to allow people to interact with those uh, Holocaust survivors mm. ask questions and then the AI picks from that video and, and gives them an answer. So it's almost like having, you know, a live Zoom call. So last December, the Route 66 of Arizona hired StoryFile to come out and they did about eight hours of interviews with Angel Delgadillo wow. to get his whole life history all about preserving Route 66 and all of the 
you know, the things that have happened um, along that journey. And we're setting up to have a display here in the Kingman Visitor Center um, at the Arizona Route 66 Museum to allow people to interact with Angel Delgadillo. And Angel just turned 95. Yeah, um, you know what we should do here, because uh, I've brought it up in a few of the podcasts, um, paying homage to Angel, and why do we pay homage to Angel? You brought it up now, you can do this um, with the Route 66 Society. But please, Josh, as an expert in tourism, share with our, our listeners, if they're not aware who is Angel? Angel. He is the barber of Route 66, the angel of Route 66. So you mentioned how so many of the sections of Route 66 in Arizona are well-preserved. It's really thanks to him yes. and a handful of individuals who in 1987 lobbied with the state to protect Route 66 and declare it a historic highway. And so they, they did such a great job with that. That's why we have all of the original, the, lo the world's longest remaining stretch of Correct. historic Route 66 here in Arizona is because of his efforts. And he's he's a barber from Seligman, Arizona, this little teeny town of about 2,000 people. Yep. Um, and he is he's really become quite the icon. He is an attraction himself. I mean, it was, what, it was in 1987, th the city gained its name of birthplace of historic Route 66. Mm -hmm. And, right. uh, and that, that's because of Angel and what he did. And the city itself is recognizable to kids today what this small town has done along Route 66. Oh, it, it's it's a big inspiration, like like I think you're hinting to right there for the movie Cars. In fact, Angel Delgadillo, if, if you purchase the DVD or Blu-ray disc, they'll have um, interviews in the end that you can, the extras that you can go through. And there's an, an interview from Angel Delgadillo. Yes. Um, and People don't know who they are, but they need to go see them. And, and I hope, I'm hoping... I really am hoping that we can get a uh, Arizona podcast on that city alone and what it has done and contributed to. I know people plan family vacations. You know, they'll get a week off. What are we going to do for that week? They fly, they go crazy, and they go. I wish people would look at the state of Arizona as a one-week vacation. Get here, fly here, rent a car, rent a van, whatever it is. Take a journey along Route 66. And, and goodness, if you're going to, let's say you fly into Kingman or you can fly into Phoenix, there are still other cities to go see as well. If you haven't seen the Grand Canyon, go at least <laughs> once in your lifetime. Arizona has so much to offer, and it's people like you, Josh, that, that keep that motivation alive. I learn something about this state every day, and I'll run out and I'll say, Mary, look at this. Did you know? And then her excitement builds. And that's what, I think that's what people need to realize. There's more to Arizona than you know. It's an awe-inspiring state. Program terminated. Thank you for listening to the Arizona Podcast. For more information on our podcasts, the people, places, events, or the sponsors heard, visit ArizonaPodcast.com. Available for download everywhere.